0: Welcome, welcome everybody. This is episode seven of Catching Up with Counselor Chris. My name is Chris Sharp. I am your host. And today we have Miles Davis on the show. So Miles, he attended the Philadelphia camp and also he's at the Advanced Workshop as well. So Miles, first off, just kind of talk about the Advanced Workshop and what are your favorite things about it?
1: Well, one of my favorite things from the Advanced Workshop was definitely, A, the people, but also the different visitors that came in, such as Sal Joe Stasnack, all of the people that came to visit, they really made it something special,
0: definitely. Excellent. And how many years have you been to the Philadelphia camp?
1: I believe this is going to be my fifth year, but I have been there for a solid four years. And all four years have been amazing.
0: So kind of go into that progression. You know, when you first got to camp, what was your mindset when you first got to camp your first year? And how do you feel like you've grown since then?
1: My first year, I just wanted to – I just wanted to – just get a feel for what I need to do. What are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? You know, I didn't really expect much, but then just the more, the more years that I've just done it, I guess I just feel like I just try and, improve in everything that I can, you know, take as much advice as I can, and just have fun, you know, like that's, that's one of the main things that I try to do each and every camp is try and have fun with the, with the campers who love sports just as much as I do and just learn, you know, if you can have fun and if you can learn from it, then it's just going to be a very great week
0: yeah I think that's definitely one of the most underrated things about camp is that, yeah, we're learning a lot and we get a lot of cool experience, but it really is a lot of fun during the week. And like you said, it's everybody you know that loves sports. We're all in the same room for a week, just talking sports all day, so it's pretty fun, yeah. Let's go into NBA talks since the trade deadline that just happened, so being from uh, in the Philly area and you're kind of a Philadelphia fan, so let's talk about the 76ers. they traded for Alec Burks and Glenn Robinson the third. They pretty much just gave a couple second round picks so. Do you think that helped Philadelphia's bench out a lot?
1: I feel like it'll definitely help them. I don't think it was the best thing they could have done, but I don't think they had a lot to work with. In the, and I know that Woj was talking about how they didn't have a lot of assets that could be tradable, and any trade that they would have made could definitely have been outbid. So definitely with the assets, with the lack of assets that they had, what they were able to get in Alec Burks and Glenn Robinson, where I'm very proud of Elton Brandon. I really want to see how this team will do and how they fit. I think they will fit pretty well, considering how they've been playing this year. I believe Glenn Robinson's been shooting 40% from three, somewhere around that. So I feel like this is definitely a great addition for the Sixers, considering how they definitely needed shooting as of late. But I feel like they definitely could have done more, and I feel like that. I feel like there's still some – Hole that they, need, that they need to fill out, but it is what it is. They have what they have, and let's see how far they can make it.
0: Yeah, are you kind of worried about, I guess, home court advantage during the playoffs because Toronto's won 14 in a row, surprisingly. Then also you have Milwaukee on the top seed. You know, Miami's pretty competitive. So do you feel like Philadelphia can go on the road and win in the playoffs?
1: Well, I mean, see,
0: considering
1: their home record right now, all they need to do is win one road game. That's all they need to do. For every series, as long as they just win one road game, how because of how dominant they've been, they can theoretically just take a, each series to six games. And that, and as long as they consistently do that, as long as they keep winning those home games in the playoffs. But I, I just don't – while I don't really see that happening, them can, winning every single home game that they play – Considering how tough these teams will be, I do think that the strategy that I think the Sixers will and the mental strategy that they'll have to take is one, winning one road game and then winning the, those other three home games. And then that's
0: the series. Yeah, for sure. And then so how do you see the whole postseason kind of lining up? Do you see the Lakers or the Clippers in the West or do you, you know any underdogs teams like maybe Denver or anything like that? Or how do you think the whole playoff scenario is going to turn out?
1: I feel like for the Western Conference, it's gonna be it's gonna be very different than what we've seen because the Warriors, of course, are not going to be in it. But I do think that the Clippers, in the end, from what I've seen from Kawhi, Paul George, from from other role players like Montrezl Harrell, Lou Williams, players like that, I just see the Los Angeles Clippers being the team to beat, even though the record doesn't show that. I feel like considering how Kawhi did last year in the playoffs. I feel like he's going to continue that. And now having one of the best players in the world with Paul George on his team, I feel like the Clippers will definitely be a force to be reckoned with. But with a dark horse candidate, ooh, I'm not sure about that. I I'm excited to see if the I'm excited to see if the Grizzlies will stay in that spot, if the Thunder will stay in their spot in the playoffs. How the Blazers at nine, if they'll be able to sneak into the top eight but i i wonder how java will do in the playoffs if the grizzlies end up making it and if in fact they would be a dark horse candidate i'm not it might may not it probably won't be likely considering that they'll be playing the clippers or someone like that and they'll probably get swept but i want to see how they do
0: i think this first round you kind of describing that just now kind of opened my eyes because I think this first round of the playoffs could be very interesting in both conferences. It could be a lot of, you know, five, six, maybe even seven-game series where it's a dogfight each night because Memphis, they can give you a fight every night. Portland, if Damian Lillard goes off, he can win you at least two games in a series. So that's a good point right there. That this, you know, it could be some – the favorites should come out of the West and the East, but it will be a dogfight. And then moving on to the NFL, let's talk about your Eagles here. It's draft season, so the combines coming up. We just we just came out the Senior Bowl. What are your top? Uh, what are the Eagles' top needs, or what, what what positions do they need to fill in the draft? Maybe even free agency as well.
1: Well, I feel like
0: definitely it's
1: been extremely obvious that they need to fill is definitely wide receiver, both in free agency. But this isn't the strongest wide receiver free agent craft free agent class. However, this is definitely the class draft wise if you're trying to select a wide receiver and i know that a lot of mock drafts have been thinking about this eagle have linked the eagles to henry ruggs out of alabama and i think that he would be the perfect fit because of his raw speed and so many people say it, that you cannot teach speed and that is purely what he is now i don't really care about his root, his lack of lack thereof of root running but i feel like the eagles ra- wide receiver's coach can definitely try and um teach can help him develop that and I feel like he will definitely be a surefire option next season considering how our White whiteside wasn't that much of an option, wasn't that um much of an option for the Eagles during the postseason and the regular season. And because of that, that's why I think Henry Ruggs would definitely be someone that we should look at. And also I know that people have talked about us getting a cornerback, maybe Christian Fulton out of LSU would definitely be an option that we could think about taking. But besides that, I feel like receivers, definitely something that we should take a look at, maybe offensive line. Although I feel like a lot of the O-line prospects will be taken in the first 10 picks, and I don't see us trading up. So I feel like Henry Ruggs is probably the best option for us.
0: Actually, yeah, Henry Rugs—he's a, a world-class speed. I'm really, I'm very interested to see what his forty times gonna be at the combine. And do you, now, would you want to double dip at wide receiver on the draft, like take two? Because you, you you could theoretically get a guy with speed with Rugs, and then maybe a guy with size, you know, later on, maybe.
1: Because of the thought of us getting a receiver in free agency, I feel like just selecting Rugs and then so, and then using your other picks, like like a corner, or a D line, or O line. Trying to fill out other needs, I don't feel like unless there's like some unless there's someone else that the Eagles are completely sold at yeah, later on in the draft, that'd be the only reason why I see them picking the receiver in the, in another round besides the first. Because because of as you said earlier, free agency. Because we can um because the Eagles can select a receiver, can sign a receiver to a contract in free agency like AJ Green or something like that, or Amari Cooper, who they've been linked to. I feel like because of that, them selecting another receiver in addition to, as I said earlier, possibly Rugs. I just don't see it being that likely.
0: All right, that sounds good. I mean, that'd be pretty funny if you got Amari from the Cowboys poaching the rivals in the division. <laughs> but I guess besides that, what do you have any like projects you're kind of working on, or anything you're doing in school that's kind of you know going towards your sports career?
1: I'm currently working on. I'm, I currently work with some friends from Sports Broadcasting Camp on this. Sports page called Eagle Capital Media. It's at eCapital Media on Instagram. We're trying to get we're trying to get a YouTube set up. We're trying to just set our boundaries. Trying to get used to it. Gonna we're starting some new content that's gonna come out. We're gonna start doing our mock drafts coming up for the NFL draft mock draft. We might put we're gonna put up some power rankings coming up for the NBA and the NFL. So we're super excited.
0: Excellent. That sounds really awesome, man. And we'll definitely include those links in our show notes for this episode. So that way people can check out your content, but miles appreciate you coming on. You did a good job and hopefully I'll be cheering on the 76ers in the playoffs. So hopefully they'll make it through to the finals.